Hey, everybody. Dave Hagen here. Can you believe it's the end of the third quarter already? That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hey, thanks, Nick, and welcome everyone to the Financial Wellness Podcast, coming to you from beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Hey, look, it's Brian Reed. Where? Where is he? I love that guy. <laughs> Sitting right here at the table joining us. Good to have you here, Brian. Good to be here. Thank you. Man, let's talk about the end of the third quarter. I can't believe we're already through September. Are we talking football or? Oh, we're talking football. We're talking all sorts of good stuff, all sorts of good sports. <laughs> we're talking about the other F, finances. Yeah, yeah well, The financial third quarter. We'll get to that in a minute. We're talking football. We're talking about the third, or actually the fourth quarter, all sorts of sports, all sorts of good stuff going on, all the holidays coming up, the feast and the Thanksgiving That's and all the good F. stuff. Man, there you go. I like it. I like it. But. It is the end of the third quarter. This show is going to drop on September 30th, I think. And uh, that's truly going to be the end of the third third quarter. Some interesting things coming up. Uh, did you see that uh, Elon Musk says that uh, they may deliver 100,000 cars this quarter? Really? Yeah, 100,000 cars in hmm. three months. What's the over-under on that? I don't know. You, you never know with Elon, you know. You just <laughs> never know. But uh, he's looking at uh, finishing up the year strong. He promised a whole bunch of cars. And uh, if he can do 100 and 100, he's going to be doing pretty nice. Pretty nice. And up 95 from 95,000 last quarter. That's why we see all these Model 3s running around L.A., (laughs) which is a good thing, right? Yeah. Electric cars all running around. That's That's a good thing. Although on the way over to the studio today... Um, I saw a Model 3, it said dual motor, and they had a little sticker of like Darth Vader on the back. Now, I don't know if I put a, a little sticker of Darth Vader on the back of my car, if I just bought a nice car like that, but you know, <laughs> to each his own, to each his own. But end of the third quarter, do you care? I mean, I do. I think the end of the third quarter is a critical time to stop and, and take stock, you know? We're through three quarters of the year, and we're looking at the home stretch, And you start to think about, or I hope you're starting to think about, are you achieving your goals, your financial goals, maybe your personal goals as well for this year? There's still time to modify the goals, time to double down on achieving them. But what I really want to talk about at the end of this quarter, this time though, is don't beat yourself up if you're not hitting your goals. What you did in the past nine months is not really going to determine your future. It's not going to really determine the entirety of the year. What's going to impact your future is what you do in the last quarter starting tomorrow. So take some small amount of time to go away by yourself, lock yourself in a closet, go out for a walk, do whatever you need to do, and evaluate how the last nine months went. If something didn't work out, figure out why not. If there's some obstacle, figure out what it is and remove it. 
If something happened, don't expose yourself to that same issue or circumstance again. If something distracted you, remove that distraction. If somebody pulled you down, get rid of them. I guess the point is, figure out what caused you not to hit your goals and change it. Now adjust your goals and put in place a plan and how to achieve them. Don't spend too much time on guilt because that's not going to help you. It's not going to do anything. In fact, a lot of times guilt isn't even motivating. It's debilitating. In fact, guilt will probably only hurt your health in the long term. You ever know anybody like that? They spent all their time running around dealing with the guilt. They didn't do this. They didn't achieve that. Blah, 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 blah. And I think that drags them down in the long term. It's just amazing to me how many people don't focus on simple stuff like, how are you doing three quarters of the way through this year? Now, I know it's easy to get distracted with all the information on the Internet and all the howling that's going out there in our national politics, even our local and state politics. But sit down for a minute and figure out a way to cut through all the clutter and the crap and focus on what's important to you. How are you doing hitting your goals this year? Hey, Brian, any thoughts? I had a, uh, a cross-country coach, actually, who was convinced that once you got to the last quarter of the race, and especially when you could see the finish line, and it was still you know a good half mile away or something, mm-hmm. he was convinced you could always pass at least five more people um, in that last stretch because they're going to slow down. That's when you speed up. Yep. And they don't finish strong. They've expended themselves, and it's a time to mm-hmm. it's a time to pass them. I I remember way back in the day playing football, and I was running a mile against this huge defensive tackle, and um, he was actually in a lot better shape than <laughs> I was. I was kind of like the little round boy, you know. And uh, I, you know, last last lap, he was slowing down, and I go, man, could I get him? Could I get him? And 20 yards to go, I'm like dun, 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 right dun, on his dun, tail, dun, 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 and uh, everybody's noticing, oh, wow, the round <laughs> kid's going to catch the big guy, and sure enough, and you know, everyone was like cheering and stuff, that's probably the only cheering that I that I got the whole year, <laughs> you know, except for when my family came to the game, and they were going, we want Hagen, we want Hagen, the coach comes over, and he says, Hagen, why don't you go see what they want? <laughs> it was brutal, brutal. We want some nachos. We want some nachos. But I got the guy. I caught the guy. Just, there you go. Just beat him at the end. And uh, actually, that was kind of a, a motivating event for me. I, uh, You know, it's like, hey, I can do this. I can beat this guy. And that was, that was uh, pretty cool. So, you know, then we had tackling drills the next week, and he promptly dusted me off. <laughs> well, I was always able to, you know, to pass at least five people. The problem was there were like 30 more in front of me. <laughs> so what do you think, Dave? How are you going to finish strong? Fourth quarter. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to some really interesting stuff. I've got some uh, business things that I'm transi- transitioning on, and I'm hoping to have those mostly in place and that stuff done at that point. And... Um, I've got a couple of surprises in the works for the Uh-oh. TFWP folks. <laughs> um, so that that's coming up, and I'm excited about that. And my my goal is to have that substantially done by the end of the, the fourth quarter as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. By the way, did you know that in three months we will have been doing TFWP for two years? 
Oh my gosh. Pretty cool. Time flies when you're having fun. Pretty cool. Cool. And we will have done, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a uh, hundred podcasts, probably about a hundred podcasts. When I talk to people in the industry, they go, well, how many podcasts have you done? And I go, yeah, well, we've done 70 or 80. They go, are you serious? You had <laughs> 70 or 80 things to talk about? And I, yeah, Brian and I just, you know, we wind it up and off we go. And uh, they go, well, congratulations on that. That's incredible. A lot of podcasts, you know, uh, kind of peter out after about 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, people lose uh, stamina. They lose interest in the topic. Um, but we're, you know, we dig it. We come here and... Uh, Two years going strong. Hard to believe. There you go. Hard to believe. So what are the takeaways from the end of the third quarter? Well, simply the fact that it is the end of the third quarter, three quarters of the way through the year. Three more months left to hit those goals, to cross that finish line, to pass five more people, or to uh, cross that significant other competitor at the uh, finish line. (laughs) There's time. There's time. But uh, it's also time now to step back, take stock, think about it, spend a few minutes, not a lot of time, few minutes, and get ready to close the year strong. This is Dave Hagen, and you are listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. As an additional bonus, each month, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right, Brian's got a good one. Brian, hit me. All right. Um, This one reads, Dave, I'm in my 30s, single, and doing well at my job. I'm very excited about achieving my financial goals and have saved up about $100,000. Oh, good job, Richard. Uh, Because I'm young, I realize I can make this money grow to a very significant amount over time. Um, However, a very unique opportunity recently came along and I wanted to get your advice. Some friends of mine recently started a business and have offered me the opportunity to invest $50,000 in the company. Uh, The kicker is that they'll give me 20%. I know it has some risk, but hey, this is 20%. This will get me significantly ahead of my investment goals in just a year. Any thoughts? Thanks much, Richard. Yeah, Richard, um, several thoughts, several thoughts. First of all, to save up, uh, you know, or or put together, cobble together uh, 100,000 at this age, um, that's extraordinary. I mean, that probably puts you in very rare air and uh, good work for you. And uh, to understand that, you know, it's going to grow um, and um, take care of you over a bunch of years. I think that that's pretty good, too. If you're if you work to 60 and you leave that money in the bank, um, you know, and, until you're about 60, 65, that money could grow and in, in investing really, you know, 10 percent, relatively modest over a long period of time. That's about a million six. That's a nice little piece of change. Um Good work. My hat is off to you. But now, 
Somebody wants a piece of your mojo. <laughs> Someone wants a piece of your future. And um, I think there's a lot of things you got to think about. You know, are, are they going to sell you stock? What kind of business is it? I mean, if someone named Bill from Seattle asked you to do that, you know, 40 years ago, 40 years from now, you'd be pretty rich. But those are pretty rare scenarios. Um, you know, they're, they're offering you 20% for a reason because it's risky and they got to offer that for to, to raise that kind of money. So, um, you know, what kind of business is, business is it is a question of mine. Um, are you going to have any collateral? Is it going to be secured? Are there going to be secured interests ahead of you? You don't want to be behind too much. And really, what's the reasonable expectation that it's going to grow or that you're going to get your money? In fact, you put that much money in and you're only getting 20% for that much risk. You're not really getting any upside. You're talking about loaning money. You're not talking about buying stock. I got to tell you, Richard, it seems to me that things are going so well for you. I don't know that I would do it. I mean, I know 20% is so enticing, but it's enticing because there's risk. And I mean, I don't know if for me, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd keep the, I'd keep the money in the bank and, and, and let it roll, let it compound over, over a whole bunch of years, you know? <laughs> now, Brian, you're a little more risk taker and you're a, you're a little younger than me. What do you think? Um, it's interesting, you know, he, it, friends of his, that's a little I mean, dangerous. Loosey-goosey, I think, is the legal term. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe more around like 12 to 15%. If he believed in the product and thought that the friendships were strong, I wouldn't do half of his uh, no. nest egg. At, at, no. Not at... You've got that much at that age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, they say if it's too good to be true, it probably, it probably isn't. I know a, um, um, a group that, or of a group that uh, manage money for people. And they had a really good year. Uh, they had a year where they returned 30% on people's money. Now, there's a couple years in history where that wouldn't have even been difficult, you know, during the dot-com bubble and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But... They went around trying to get more people to let them manage their money. And uh, the people said, you know, well, what, what rate did you get last year? And they said, well, 30%. And they, they told me that a lot of those people said, get out. That's too risky. I don't do that kind of risky <laughs> stuff, you know? I mean, these are sophisticated people that understand that 10-11 is a good year. 7-8 is an expected year. And anything over that is like extraordinary once-in-a-lifetime kind of a circumstance, you know? Um, I was sitting down with a fellow uh, um, uh, some time ago, and he was talking about different rates of return. And for him, and he's a very sophisticated investor, he was talking about percentages of a percent, pieces of a percent, making an investment good or not good. And I thought, wow, that's a really sophisticated way to be looking at those kinds of investments. So I don't know, you know, um, Richard, maybe when I was younger, I might, I might've gone for it too, but you know, listen to, um, you know, a medium age and a, and a, a little more than medium age guy. <laughs> and if it were me, I'd kind of sit on the sidelines, sit that one out, let that money just compound. That's going to be so much money for you when you retire. It's, it's almost ridiculous. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Your thoughts, Brian? He's tempted by 1.6 million now. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Versus well, 1.6 at the no, end. No, but really, if he only gets 20%, uh, what's 20% of 50 grand? That's fine. That's, that's like 10 grand in a year. 
if you can get your money out, if you're still friends, if the business makes it, you're really talking about taking all that risk for an additional 10% off of what you'd get in a pretty stogy, boring, long-term, yeah. you know, market, money market play. I, uh, I strike my earlier comments. <laughs> You've convinced me. Leave it where it is. <laughs> I don't know. But hey, Richard, that's our best take on that. Good luck with that. And again, probably most importantly, um, good for you for having 100 in your 30s. Uh, that's that's really really hard to do. All right, hang in there, guy. Uh, if you got any more questions, you got any more investments you want us to vet, <laughs> send us an email. All right, so there you have it. Some thoughts at the end of the third quarter. Uh, an interesting email. I think that uh, that's going to be a wrap. This is Dave Hagen, and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.